Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. So you know how it's March? Yes. March 2nd to be exact. Madness. I hear March, I think madness. Oh my gosh, that's related to what I'm going to talk about. Really? Okay, so March is known for many things. March 2nd, um, I don't know what year, NASA astronaut Scott Kelly returned from space after one full year, setting a new record for the longest uninterrupted trip to space. Wow. Did you know what happened on this day? I had no idea. There you go. Um, It also is known for being a month that people get vasectomies the most. Specifically, the first week of March. You know why? I'm going to just throw it out there. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because Valentine's Day just happened. No. Oh. like what no according to doctors at the cleveland clinic the number of vasectomy surgeries um or no sorry surges by 50 percent during the first week of march madness because guys oh. are like if i gotta lay on the couch might as well watch some basketball yo <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what they say isn't that interesting i don't i mean i feel like it makes more sense that Valentine's Day just happened and then they got pregnant and the girl was like, all right, snip, we're done. We're done. We're done. It's last See, one. I would have we're my done. vasectomy anytime because I would just watch Disney. I know that I can't have one. This has nothing to do with you, Darren. <laughs> How did you flip that and make that about you? Because you. I'm only thinking about myself all, the, all uh, the time. All day, every day. It's got really weird all of a sudden. <laughs> I, don't, I, intro. I don't have one of so those. So awkward. <laughs> Welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. That's Taryn over there. I'm Ashley. And uh, we're back for another episode of All the Advice You'll Ever Need to Need. Ever need to need? (laughs) Ever need to need? It makes sense. sense. I think you may need to know, but like... Need need to need. No, need. Not no. Need. Need. (laughs) Oh, God. This is... We're doing a twofer today, and I feel like always the second one... It's either like we're done with each other or we're freaking loopy. I mean, if you guys remember from the last episode, I was talking about that quad <laughs> shot coffee. <laughs> She's she towards the done. <laughs> oh my goodness. I want to say, Taryn, how, how have you been? But then I'm well, just like- Well, we didn't like, ask each other last time. No. Yeah. What'd you do? Okay. What'd you do? Um, I'll tell you what I did. Oh, okay. I guess <laughs> we're just going to roll right past I me. <laughs> went out for my friend's birthday yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I just want to throw it out there. I never go out on a Sunday. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. The whole time I was looking around, I was like, what? Does no one have to work tomorrow? You know? And I know it was a holiday, but yeah. apparently it's always busy. Like Sunday, fun day is a thing. And I had no idea because mm-hmm. Sunday for me, it's like church, lunch, couch yeah because you got I do for me I'm like recharging for like the week like, yeah what is I'm my like doing like? laundry I am like planning out like what I need to get done that week I'm cleaning sometimes like it's just like that's not in my vicinity but like I 
I had I I went out yesterday. How do you? And I just remember being like, "Tomorrow's Monday. This is wrong. This is weird. This is weird. This makes no sense." Threw me off. If you guys are Sunday Funday people, more power to you. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, Taryn. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. Um, I don't think anything crazy has happened recently. Um. It was like one of those, I was very overwhelmed the beginning of this week. Like, do you ever like, you don't catch a, like at work or something, like, you know, you have a busy week, right? So uh-huh. you plan everything out perfectly. And then literally like the second you step into like work, you get a call, like, we need you here. This is happening. We need to schedule this meeting. Where's yeah. this? Can I get this? And you're like, I don't, I did not, I scheduled everything and I don't have time for this. Like, yeah. I can't. How am I going to do it? Yeah. That's how I felt all week. But like miraculously, somehow, somehow, um, somehow I got it done. So I feel like good yeah. right now. But last week I was definitely more stressed than usual. Yeah. I had a lot. I had a really long weekend, which can you, it's been a week since Kelly and Ryan. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah, we well. literally last well. week, it was a Monday. We went to the Kelly and Ryan after Oscars show at like live at the Dolby Theater. Yeah. You guys are not ready for this. Taryn and I had to be there at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, not just be there. We had like, to be full glammed glam. out. Dressed up, ready to rock and roll. And I not only had a shot of espresso, but I had a Red Bull. <laughs> I was yeah, like, and we looked great. We looked fantastic. Actually, I've never you, been more proud of us. Yeah. If you follow us on Instagram, I think it was like um, a few posts ago, we posted like a selfie of me and Ash, and we look beautiful, but like that was there. And I was very surprised that we pulled it together. We really, we really did that. I thought I was going to be like wonky eyed for sure, yeah. but I that was whole okay. weekend was crazy for me. I didn't sleep, and I swear that's why I'm sick now. Ooh, that has it just, it's just like that it? makes sense. I tried to sleep as much as I could, but it was so weird because we because we had to be there at four, we had to leave at three thirty. Yes. Which meant that for me, if you're talking like I need to be wearing a dress and I need to have makeup on, then I that means I have to wake up at two thirty. Yeah. Oh yeah. I need a full hour. hour. So, Uh um, (laughs) um, I like the show wrapped. It sounds super early, but the show wrapped at seven o'clock in the morning. That was I feel like the strangest part because we came home and like got back in bed and still like got up for like our second day. It felt like yeah, but it was it was like a normal day. Like we went to bed for a little bit and then got back up and got some work done. But it was I've never been more thrown off in my life. Yeah. I don't know how Kelly Ripa does it all the time. But well, she's got a team. Yeah. She's had people. Like doing if her someone hair. if someone just told me just get up out of bed, but I will do your hair, your mm-hmm. makeup, I will give you an outfit While you sip some that coffee. fully fits your body. Yeah, she looks great. I would be fine. But yeah. it's the fact that like I have to do it myself. Also, I thought I looked I thought I looked great. And then um I was given the opportunity to take a photo <laughs> with Ryan Seacrest <laughs> and Kelly Ripa. You looked beautiful. Now, no one can look good standing next to the two of them. It's impossible. It is Im- it's impossible. <laughs> you can't. That's and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how <laughs> you stand next to Kelly, she's the size of my pinky. She's and it's very just like tiny. and honestly, so's Ryan. <laughs> so I was just yeah. like, well, there it is. There's that. <laughs> there it is. No, I thought well, you looked cute in those pictures. I, you know, it's I'll post it for you. You'll see. We'll post it. Yes. We'll proof that for you. Um, that would be great. Yeah, I don't think anything else. What else is like going on? Like nothing really, huh? No. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Just li- just living the dream. 
just lit. I thought you said that. And I was like, just what? live. Is live it really lit, Ashley? <laughs> As you like Taryn lift in the mic. Leave me alone. I'm trying. <laughs> You're doing great, honey. To not breathe out of my mouth right You're doing now. Doing great. Um <clears throat> me and Ashley officially don't have the coronavirus. <laughs> Guys, we came back from Australia. <laughs> deeply concerned for oh, ourselves for, okay so every time I say that people look at me like you're nuts and I will say I have mentally given myself almost every disease that's ever existed so I get that she has but you we should know legit her by now. had reason for concern yeah because we went to Australia when it was Chinese New Year and apparently I did not know this Australia is a huge destination for that holiday that a lot of people from China will travel and vacation to Australia. Yeah. And we were at the U- the Australian Open where you're like walking, opening doors, touching a bunch of stuff everyone's touched. And we didn't know about the coronavirus really until we were coming back home. So we were just very aware like we weren't protecting ourselves at all. In like, any way. We didn't know until the day we were leaving. Yeah. And they're having cases in Australia now. Yeah, so, it's one of the more yeah affected areas, yeah. you know, countries. So we both came home and it was funny because we both were being like, ah, it's totally fine. And then there was this one day I walked up to Ashley and I was like, are you like slightly concerned that we have this? And she was like, yes. I didn't want to, I didn't want to freak you out. I I also didn't want to say it and freak myself out more, but, um, we had our, (laughs) like looking back, I'm like genuinely, I was really worried for us because, um, there was, I'm not, I'm not kidding. There was like, our hotel was decorated for the Chinese new year. Yeah. The Australian open had like a Chinese celebration every single day. Yeah. And it was amazing. And it was so fun to watch but looking back I was just like oh my god we should have been like wearing washing your hands more we should have had a mask on we had no idea thinking that way in any way because we didn't know about it until the day we were leaving um so I remember texting my mom and I was like I was like hey (laughs) I sent her a selfie of me and Taryn with our masks on I was like hey we just heard about the coronavirus we're at the airport right now um and we're kind of freaking out, like, send a prayer, like, tell your yeah. friends to pray, like, just like. Well, because it was terrifying walking into the airport. I've never experienced something like that where you walk in and it's like people are just like masks everywhere. Yeah, There's like it attention. It officially dropped yeah. that it was, it was out. Like there was yeah. an outbreak. It was, yeah, it was definitely, but I was definitely like, I Googled all of the symptoms. Like I was reaching out, trying to figure out like, should I come in to get checked? And everywhere was just like, kind of like be aware of like, if you start to show signs of anything. So, and it's, we, we waited way past the incubation period to like freely yeah. talk about us being yeah, afraid we're about fully it. a month out. So but we're good. We're Mark's good. like, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're good. So you should have seen me when I started feeling sick. I was like, wait, yeah. how long has it been? And then I was like, okay, I'm fine. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's such a scary, I just think about all the people that are like, did you hear about the ship? Yeah, I think I it's did. like straight yeah. out of a zombie apocalypse guys. It's crazy. It's so sad. I think we all should be sending our prayers out yeah. to like all of the people affected by it because it's scary. That's it's, really scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. Anyhow, I don't know why I brought that up. I don't know either. But I think you know I was what? trying to think of like what's something we haven't talked about, and that also was something it. relevant that's yeah. going on right now for sure. For sure. I love how we've talked about vasectomies and <laughs> the coronavirus. <laughs> this is supposed to be an advice you podcast. Know, Pull it back together, girls. It is. I've been a um, mess today. 
Yeah, I've, I feel like a mess. Yeah, my I woke up this morning and got ready, sat down on my bed, like put my laptop up, got my music going, and I was going to start doing some like UA posts. And I literally got five text messages from five different people saying I was late for sending something. And I just had a panic attack. Well, what do you freaking know, <laughs> Nancy? Okay, okay, no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. We are not. You are giving me this moment because these don't come often. <laughs> if you guys know Ash Nicole XO at all, she has been lovingly given the name Nancy because she tends to be the type of person that's like, um, we're leaving in five minutes. One minute. Okay, Taryn, it's one o'clock. You're supposed to be here. Like very punctual. Very punctual. Very on it. If ever I say something like, oh, I didn't do this, she's like, "Mm, you probably should have like had that done already. Or like, oh yeah, I already did mine. Like very there's so many times I'm like, oh my God, in school I would have freaking hated you. (laughs) But then all of a sudden, this magical moment happens where she's like, oh, shoot, I didn't upload that yesterday. Oh, I'm a week late on this. And you're sitting there like, but how? Like, you how know, can you be the way you are, but then have these areas where you're just like, meh? I know. I think, you know, I think my life curse is to be 10 minutes early to everything. And <laughs> yeah. I've just accepted that. Like, it's yeah. fine. I'm gr- I can entertain myself for 10 minutes before everyone else arrives. It's cool. I can hold the table for us, yeah. put our name down. <laughs> Wait, that's a, that's a for great. Everyone? That's a great thing. It's my calling. It's like Winston, the yeah, community we table. Hold the community table. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've just, I've just accepted it. But like, this is what, this is why, this is why I was a terrible student. Like, I <laughs> hate having any kind of like homework, and it doesn't. Obviously, it's not homework. Been out of school for a while, but like anything that feels like I have to like sit down and actually and work. work. Yeah, yeah. I'm a nine. It makes sense. Uh, <laughs> but it makes sense why no one would think to like check up on you because you You'd present think I'd be on top of it. As someone who's like freaking my room is always clean, like I'm on time, like I'm I'm giving you this eye because you didn't do that already. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> and but like cause ninety percent of the time I'll get it to yeah. you yeah, yeah, by yeah. the due date. Yeah. It you just would never know that I did it five minutes before yeah, coming. dragging your feet. Yeah, like you'd never know I did it the night before. That's you know, so like it's just it's so it's such a weird. You are a very a complex person. I am. Yeah, I am a complex. You're like individual. an onion. I just keep peeling Why'd the layers. Why'd you gotta do? Why'd you gotta go with the Why'd onion? Why'd you gotta do? Why'd you gotta do? Like Shrek. Speaking Cakes of bad smells. Can I tell them? No. I okay. ate a hard-boiled egg. She did, but she was so cute. She was like, oh, it's going to smell. And so she excuses herself, goes out in the hallway, opens, eats the egg outside, and then comes back in. And the second she walks in, I was like, oh, dear God, because <laughs> hard-boiled eggs smell like straight They butt. smell so bad. So then I joked. I was very aware of it. I joked. I was like, okay, because Mark had gone downstairs, and I was like, Mark's going to come back and walk in and be like, dude, someone ripped. Like, <laughs> someone Split cheeks, like it smells disgusting. <laughs> so he comes back in, and Ashley's like, "Mark, I'm so sorry if it smells. I had a hard boiled egg." And he's like, "Dude, I thought someone farted." <laughs> I, I felt like, so guilty. I've been trying to eat healthy and have my healthy snacks, but like, great. a hard boiled egg. It's hard. It's a rough life trying to eat a hard boiled egg. Appreciated you taking the steps to try to make it. Yeah. You know? Alicia's done it. She straight up, like, opened it in the car, and I've just You're been just like, like, oh, why? What is that? 
Oh, it sucks. sucks Anyways, we've been talking. I know. Oh we've my gosh, we've really this been talking. Is, when we have two episodes, we always ramble. The second um, one, it's a hard. It's a hard. I just slammed on the table. No. I'm sorry, Mark. No, that's the one. There's a sign in front of us that says, "Stay close to the microphone. Don't bang the table." Do you remember? Okay, okay. So yeah, let's set up a little. We should take a story of this. Do you want to take a story I while I'm telling this? Too. Okay. So our setup is like super cool, right? Like you guys, if you watch our YouTube channel, there's like the backdrop and like TVs and stuff behind us. And then what we look at, it's like this big giant glass and Mark's on the other side. So that's why we always talk about like waving to Mark and stuff. And then there's a screen that has like a stopwatch that's letting us know like how long the episode's been going and stuff like that. Well, I don't know why, like, I never noticed that it said, stay close to the microphone and don't bang the table. And so there was one episode, it was like two or three episodes in, and I was like, I was like sitting and I looked and it was the first time like I saw it and I <laughs> freaked out, right? Yeah. I like took my hands off the table and I was just like, <laughs> like sitting so close to the mic because I was like, oh did my I God. bang the table? And I remember I looked at you and I was like, Ash, like pointing to you because I was yeah. like, maybe we both did it. And Ashley was like, it's literally been there since, since our first day one. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt so dumb. I was like, oh, she had it. a whole panic attack thinking she like made this huge I noise did. and maybe we'd have to like refilm yeah. or re record. Yeah. <sighs> what, That's you such know. a rookie mistake. I thought I was past that. Okay. But you're a YouTuber. It makes sense. Fine. It's okay. Fine. Anyways, we're we're legit. But we're not even, we're only like 16 minutes in. That's our no, usual. we're doing great. Yeah. Are we talking like super fast? I feel like you are. Oh, shoot. I feel like you are. Relax. So. I'm doing good. I'm okay. fine. Cool. Um, <laughs> um, okay. So I'll go first because mine's a little shorter. Yeah. Let's do it. And, you know, we're not in love month anymore. So now it's just Thank life. God. Back to all the regular just problems life. we have. Although I do love when we have like kind of themed months because it's like exciting. No, you it's know? so fun. I can't wait for our next one. Yeah. What would our next one be? March, April. I don't know. We could just make a month one. We should do. You know what? Follow us on Instagram and help us decide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ayo, yeah, yeah. that was we'll open good. this up. Okay. Nice segue. Um, again, I I cut off. I was trying to be productive, but I cut off the email uh, title. But it is basically about roommate drama. Got it. Not oh. that we would ever Relatable. have any. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm still waiting for like a blowout fight and us yeah. to walk in and just be like facing what, the other what way. I can't wait for is like you guys have no idea. Our rooms are across the hall from each other. <laughs> so like if we were to have like a blowout, like big, big fight, like I can't wait. I hope someone has a camera in the hallway and we just slam our doors at each yeah. other. Like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Bam. It's just so funny. Anyways. Oh, good times cool. okay um that's it we'll be right back <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by book of the month if you guys have not heard of book of the month where have you been hiding me and ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers she's definitely there i'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. 
and they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free, and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box. A fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available, and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, welcome back. We're just gonna jump into this one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, hey, ladies, please keep me anonymous, or you can make up a fake name. Uh, should we give her a fake name, Jessica? Okay, I'm gonna write this down because I'll forget. Because I have really bad short-term memory. Jessica, Jess. Hey, Jess. Thanks for writing in. Um, Jess, I'm a big Jess. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of the podcast. Love hearing your take on situations that I can relate to. You make it so fun to listen. Jessica. Just stop. Just so sweet. So sweet. I have a somewhat short story for you today, and I would love some advice from you too. My roommate is my best friend, and we have been sharing an apartment for the past two years at college. She struggles with depression and adopted a dog last year for emotional support. Hmm. However, this dog is literally the worst dog I have ever had the experience of knowing. (laughs) It just took just a straight up turn. Like, so, yeah. Um, She put, disclaimer, I love dogs. I am a dog person and grew up with dogs, but this one is really something else. He frequently chews up my things, goes to the bathroom in the apartment, is very ill-mannered and often jumps on guests knocking them over. To make matters worse, she doesn't clean up after him in the yard or groom him often enough to keep him healthy. He usually has matted fur, a stinky ear infection, and is never disciplined for his bad behavior. It is driving me crazy to try and tolerate him in a space that we share. I feel like it's a big issue that's eating away at my relationship with her, but I don't know how to discuss the problem. I can't relate to her mental health struggles, but I absolutely want the best for her. And if the dog helps her, then I don't think it's my place to tell her I don't want him around. On the other hand, I feel like it's not exactly fair for me to be miserable in my own home. 
I've thought about this a lot and I'm really conflicted on what action, if any, I should take since I'll be graduating in about four months. What's your take on the issue? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Love, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. Jessica. Oh, oh, that's hard. I just want to say I have been loving these type of stories that have been coming yeah. in. Like just real life crappy situations, no pun intended because the uh-huh, door uh-huh. Um, that it's just like this sucks and this is what's going on. Like a short just like here's what it is, you know, because I think sometimes like some of the stories we get, it's like a lot of it is about love, which totally get and for whatever reason us two extremely single people are amazing at dating We're advice so wise oh my god the wisest but i love this like just grimy like because that's real something life you don't think funk. about yeah it's like yeah a, a roommate with a dog is always just like oh okay i see where this is going but like yeah, uh, like emotional support dog just yep. makes it so much worse. Yeah, then it's like, what do you, what do you do? Yeah. Like, that's that's really difficult. I'm yes. actually, I'm kind of, I need a moment to figure out exactly. Yeah. Okay. What do I you want do. me to start? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because that was that's hard. It is because it's a, yeah, it's a situation you have to actually think and be like, well, what would I do? In yeah. That area. Because luckily for us, situation. <laughs> our dogs are amazing. Yeah. So like we haven't, and we've had like a couple things where like. Um, we weren't sure how much like they loved each other, and we like concerned my about dog that like is so tiny and like has to be freaking carried up and down the stairs. There's like certain things that you have to like work around when mm. you have like a living situation. But I genuinely care about your dog as if it were my own, and I trust you guys with my dog as well. Uh-huh. So it's like we've never had that be an issue. Yeah, and we are like annoyingly dog people. Yeah. But okay. This has so many freaking layers to it. Uh-huh. One, I th- I really respect and I love the fact that you spent time to just talk about like I don't know how to relate to her mental health stuff. So, yeah. but I want her to be happy. And yeah. I think that's very very important. It's that's very, very important healthy. to yeah, to again strip away like this is just what she's dealing with and how can I be a good friend to her because you guys have been best friends. You've lived with each other for a while. So, this is just like a hurdle. However, I think that this is definitely a conversation that you have the right to have because it is your home. Yeah. And I think there's a difference from having an unproductive conversation where you're just like, hey, your dog smells. This sucks. Like, he's always in my stuff. I don't want him in my room. Or one where it's like, hey, um, there's been some things that, like, I wanted to just bring up to your attention. And I would love to know, like, is there any way that, like, I can help with things? You know what I mean? To try to, like, make it, like, hey, let's solve this problem instead of just this is your dog. It's bothering me. Especially if she has sensitivity with, like, depression and stuff. Like, you don't necessarily just want to come in hard. Does yeah. that make sense? Even though that's how I want to be. Uh, that's really I feel like – I feel like – and this would be difficult for me because I hate I hate this kind of stuff. Like I feel anxious thinking about this. Yeah. Um. But I f- I feel like there's really no roundabout way of doing this. And I'm a nine, mm-hmm. and I'm the queen of here's a roundabout way of me telling you that you need to do the dishes. Mm-hmm. You know, I I I'm so good at that kind of stuff. But um, for this specifically, especially because it's her dog, um, and it's clearly not trained in leaving messes, and she's not taking care of it. Um, you, I feel like there's, there's no other way to do it except maybe you could sit her down and be like, Hey, 
So I want to make sure like we're, we're both tra- training him with the same way. Like, can you tell me exactly what you say when he has an accident? So I know how to yeah. punish him also. Um, can you tell me exactly what I can do um, when he's jumping on people? Like there's usually there, yeah. like, there's verbiage you're, you're supposed to use. Yeah. And if you aren't consistent with the verbiage, then the dog doesn't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe you can kind of like slide in by saying, yeah. how can I better communicate with yeah. the dog? Like maybe wait for an incident. Like, yeah. or honestly, honestly make one up. I've, I've done that before where it's yeah. like, um, like if I were you, I'd be like, Hey, like, so the other day, like when you were gone, my friend came over and like, what Fido, whatever his name is, like Fido. knocked, <laughs> knocked my friend down and, and be like, so I just wanted to talk about like, maybe we can come up with something together. Yeah. Like you don't even have to have like a very like morphous situation to address what you need to talk exactly. to. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that could maybe be your leeway into opening Le- that conversation. Yeah. Maybe you don't have to sit her down and hit her with all of it right away, but you can kind of start off with that. Yeah. Or... I think the only other option would be to, to sit her down and be like, hey, I mostly, mostly, I know, I know the dog's being annoying, but um, if the fur's matted and no, he that, like, smells and he has an ear infection, like that sucks that she's not taking care of him. Yeah. So you can also come at it from the other side and just say, hey, like I'm actually kind of worried. It seems like he's been sick a lot lately. Yeah. It seems like he smells a lot lately. Um I I've just I thought I should tell you and yeah. and and see if you need me you know maybe well I don't want to put more work in your your I don't yes. want to give okay. you a job either. So this is where this is where I have a suggestion that is like honestly take this or leave it because I I know I am I am saying this as a two right like and and how I have found that I like deal with certain things like this but I know that this is like a big ask mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, first of all, she said four, she's graduating in four months. I would honestly, (laughs) I would probably start to think about like maybe a different living situation because this dog is new. Dogs live a long time. Um, You can't, it's not your dog, so you can't implement things necessarily to change it. So I would maybe, maybe start thinking about that. But four months in the meantime... I feel like if you sit with her and just like almost change your mentality to be like, this is my dog too. So with that being said, like saying like, hey, I've noticed like there's a like his fur has been really matted. Like his ear seems to be this. Like if you're having a hard time, like I would love to help take care of him too. And then I would like get permission and just start to act on it. Because I feel like if you were involved more of like, Hey, I'm just going to take him to the groomer. Like now he's, he's at least clean and he's healthy when he's around or like, which she can pay for it. Oh, totally. You're yeah. Wanting to and drive. say like, Hey, like, yeah, financially it's your dog, but like I'm willing to take him. But I think like if you if you switch to just being like, you know what, like mentally right now, I'm going to pretend that this is my own. So, yes, there's a mess. I hate that I'm cleaning it up, but like I'm going to clean it and I'm going to move on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you've got to find what makes your sanity. And for me, I've I've learned in like annoying room me situations. Obviously, I'm not talking about Ashley, but where I've I've decided like my sanity is more important to me than this battle of like 
this is your job. You should be doing this, not me. Mm -hmm. And so there's been times where I've had that conversation with myself and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do the dishes because I like when the sink's clean and like, I don't want to argue about it. Like, I'd rather just take this minute, put music on, do the dishes and move on and we can have a conversation about it later. Yeah. So I think you need to decide like, how bad is this what is going to make you sane? So yeah. if that means like you putting a little bit more into this dog to like have him be more healthy or clean or more well behaved, like when you're alone with him, instead of just like leaving him to do his own thing because he's not yours being like, no, I'm going to try to like work with him. You know yeah. what I mean? It's up to you. But like I said, that's a very extreme thing that I feel like a lot of people would not like resonate with. They'd be like, no, it's her dog. So. Yeah. But yeah. that's my something I think I would do. Yeah. I think piling it all on at once is probably not the best way to go, especially no. if she has um, some emotional um, instabilities. Then I, I would definitely pick one pick <laughs> and, one. and go with yeah. that route. Also, like accidents around the house, if she's not picking it up, that's just disgusting. So put it on that's another way to just be like, hey, <laughs> listen, I love the dog. I don't mind the dog, but that's that's a that's mm-hmm. that's a hard like, no, you need to pick up after your yeah. dog in the house. I understand accidents happen. My dog's the worst, and I swear she does it to spite me if I make her mad. Yeah. But, um, like, I'm not going to leave it there. Yeah. I'm not going to throw a towel on it and just leave it there. Yeah. That's disgusting. So you need to just be like, that's like, my, that's yeah. one of my rule breakers. Like, you have to yeah. pick, you, you got to do something about that. Yeah. No, Otherwise, totally. I'm going to throw off it. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I feel like that is, that's just relatable and that's polite. Yeah. Um. So I, I feel like she would actually respond to that really well because it's just like, you're right. Yeah. And I mean, the fact that she's not taking care of the dog could be a reflection of like where she's at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would so that so could be, for that's bad. Yeah. So that could be something that you just say like, hey, like, I love you and I care for you. And um, I've noticed that like, you know, there's some things like I, I don't feel like he's totally taken care of and I just want to see like are you okay like do you feel like this is too much for you like yeah that's a good can I step in and help you because I know the reason for having this dog was to like help you feel better but if you're having a hard time like I will step in and help because there are some things that are like coming to my attention like he's not clean and and he's not this and he's not this so like I'm just trying to see like if you need some help you know what I mean that's actually a really great avenue thanks Ash to have that conversation I think I would go with that one first yeah so basically don't listen to anything we just I'm just kidding (laughs) it's dude we should have like a roomy episode though because I've heard some horror stories like um my friend Nicole she had where she left the first and only time she left dishes in the sink and when she came home the her roommate had taken all of her dishes and put them out on the like balcony oh wow yes. or like weird stuff like that where like or her roommate got a dog and the dog would like pee all over her clothes and stuff and yeah wow. so, but it's interesting it's always like interesting i love hearing about that roomy stuff. roomy drama is weird i yeah i knew a girl whose um roommate would sneak into her room Ooh, sneak is just terrifying. And not necessarily take anything, but like she could tell, you know, you you leave your, it's your room. You know where you left something. Yes. You know that there yep. is a scrunched up yep. 
paper on in the corner of the floor, yep. you know, like, you know, where your, where your stuff is. Mm-hmm. Um, so when something's out of place, like, it's just, you know, when someone's been oh, yeah. in your room yep. and she would deny it 90% of the time. And, you know, it was just, it's interesting. Everything changes when you live with someone. Yeah. Like, you learn so much about a person and it's either good or it's bad. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> so, so it's just true. Like, yeah. We should have a roomie episode. We should. That could be the new theme. Oh my God. Yes. Possible. Possibly. Let Again, us know your follow thoughts. Follow us on Instagram and help us decide. Help us decide. <clears throat> um, cool. Well, that's thanks, my story. Jessica. Yeah, thanks, Jessica. Yeah, thanks, Jess. That was interesting. We have not had anything like that what before. What if her name really is Jessica? Because I don't have it written on here. Didn't, isn't it ending in an A? I think A is for anonymous. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Which, got by it. the way, it was signed A, and I was like, <gasps> Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars. But no, A for anonymous. Makes sense to me. Well, thank you. Good luck with the dog situation. Yeah, give us a give us an update because that's super interesting. Yeah, very cool. All right, I'm going to hit you with my title for my story, and then we'll take a break, and I will get into it. This one is titled so well. I just want to say that I think this person and me and Taryn, I feel like we would all get along very well. Ooh, okay. Yeah, she titled it. Get ready. Shame, shame. I know your name. Ooh. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Okay, back from our break. Again, this story is titled Shame, Shame, I Know Your Name. And we're going to dive right in. I'm ready. Hey, Ashley and Taryn. Hello. Hi. <laughs> um, I want to start out by letting you know that I am an Enneagram number seven. And therefore, hey. I am a pretty positive person. Yeah, you are. Um, I have written to you both before and often send you updates on my situation. But I feel as though I need to start over because clearly this is an ongoing battle that I may always deal with. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm so, can we just say we're so sorry if we don't get to your letters? Yeah, I think we just need to disclaimer. If we don't get to you, it's really, it's genuinely nothing personal. There's no humanly way to (laughs) keep up. With the it's amount not of humanly emails. possible. It's not humi- I said that weird. Yeah, I felt kind of, it I also. You, you. It's not possible. Um, so do not do not take it personally. Um, hopefully one day we will get to them. But there's just there's absolutely no way we can get to all of them. Um, so I think we just genuinely we just miss yeah. a lot of them, unfortunately. But you can do like this girl. Keep sending them in. Yeah. Because I mean, if it's she true. she said she had emailed us a few times, I finally got it. <laughs> <laughs> so there is hope. Okay, continuing. Three years ago, I attended a party at a coworker's house with my then boyfriend, now husband. Congrats. Nice. I hadn't eaten that day and stopped by the store to bring my own alcohol and began drinking as soon as I got there, which I deeply regret. There were a number of employees there from different departments, but I had a group of friends there, two of which were a man and a woman who had been dating for years. We'll call them Joe and Sarah for now. They had always made sexual comments to me, but I always thought they were joking and said no while I laughed. I feel like that's such a common. It's like, oh, (laughs) okay. 
<laughs> that's exactly what I do. Yeah, that's yeah. what I would do. And uh-huh. I'd just be like, <laughs> uh, walk away. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's exactly what I would do. After an hour or so, Sarah asked me to go to the bathroom with her. When I went in, Joe was already there. In the bathroom? In the bathroom. Oh, dear God. I don't remember all of the details, but I do remember saying no and trying to change the subject awkwardly to avoid com- confrontation. His hands were all over me while Sarah watched. What? I felt trapped because I know there are many young listeners. I won't go into detail, but basically plenty of no's were said and they eventually let me leave the room. A year later, while attending a university, I had to take a sexual harassment awareness seminar to be a student there. This is when the events of the party truly started to affect me. Meanwhile, Sarah had told multiple people that I willingly took part in sexual acts with her boyfriend. I had had enough and decided to go to Human Resources Department. FYI, this company has more than 2,000 employees. Sarah and Joe were put on immediate leave while an investigation took place. The investigation began in January and did not end until March. Sarah and Joe convinced HR that I had a relationship with them, and I was given a final warning, a.k.a. a gag order, while they were allowed to come back with full pay for their two-month leave. I quit immediately, but the damage was done. I had spent months so afraid of retaliation, so affected by the change in behavior from my peers, and feeling so worthless and unlovable. I'll never forget wanting to hide in a closet so that others wouldn't be tricked or manipulated into loving me and feeling like there's absolutely no way God could love me after this. Mm. I went to a therapist and did EDMR therapy, which I'd never heard of before. The eye direction, eye dire, eye direction movement, something. Yeah, it's ba- it's basically like they do. It's not like hypnosis, but it's like it has oh, to do with like your eyes. Interesting. Yeah. Um. She went to a therapist and did EDMR therapy in which I learned that I had been pushing Joe off during the incident. My left shoulder was raised during EDMR and I'm left-handed. My husband is the most loving and supportive man and helped me get through my depression. Eventually, I felt like I had left all of this behind. It's now a year later and I just feel so angry. I feel like I don't have a voice and karma isn't doing her job. My best friends know about the situation, but they never ask about it. And I know if I were to bring it up, they would just feel awkward and quickly jump to a new topic. I feel as though I desperately need someone to be angry for me. And I know that if one of your friends were going through this, you would fight for them like crazy. The therapist didn't feel like I needed to come back after three appointments. So I haven't been in a little less than a year. I feel like I should find someone to talk to, but I am from a small town and resources are slim to none. I'm hoping that maybe you will have another guest on who has had some training in this or Taryn can help me out because she did minor in psychology. I totally know that this is so long and you girls are getting emails right and left, but I also know that one in three women are affected by sexual abuse and feel angry. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel it every day as I know they do. Whether you read this on the podcast or not, writing it out has been very therapeutic for me, and I am thankful to have had you as an outlet. I also don't know what to title this, but I'm obsessed with New Girl and would love to lighten this very intense topic with a funny Winnie the Bish reference. Winnie the Bish! (laughs) Love you both. Thank you for being my virtual besties. Laura. Ugh. 
Are you checking anonymous? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, she like frantically I said her name, I was like, huh, my body yeah. got very hot. And I was like, did I just mess it up? Uh, no. Okay. Wow. This is such one. Again, I just want to say again, I feel like I know you so well. I feel like we would get along so well. The Winnie the Bish reference, the title was just like so good. That's why um, I, I just like that's literally what caught my eye. And that's why I was excited to read the title. So great job with that. I'm deeply, deeply sorry for everything yeah. that you've gone through. Um, it's weird. I feel like even in today's age where it's like, no, like we we talk about these things. We're open about these things. It's still like we're just not open enough. And I I, I understand. Like I, I get how it might feel like there's no one to talk to about this. Well, I feel like I feel like because. Like first it was just no one talked about it at all. Yeah. It like was a very... I mentioned before I had a manager of a restaurant I worked at. Um, like touch me inappropriately at like a work party thing. And then, and I like said, no, got super uncomfortable, like left right away, was like crying. I was a mess. And then I, the next time I had a shift, everyone was like treating me weird and saying that like we had hooked up and like all this, which obviously he had been saying stuff. And I felt like gross. I like cried and I didn't know what to do because he was my boss. And Mm -hmm. back then, like I was like 18 and that was way before like the whole Me Too, like all this stuff was going on. Like nobody talked about it. Like you didn't know what to do. And so I didn't tell anybody. Like I was like, oh, it's just like this creepy guy at work. I'm just going to avoid him. And that was it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like we came from that to these like powerful movements where now women are like standing up for themselves, not even just women, like men, like basically yeah. anyone who has been like Victims taking advantage. Are standing up. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but then that almost like went so far to the other end that now I feel like we're falling in this weird where like people are not believing people. It's the whole boy who cried wolf. Yes. I've talked to multiple people about this exact same topic. Yes. Where it's almost talked about so much now to the point where it's like, oh, of course something has happened to you. Yes. Something's happened to everyone. You're not special. It's normal now. And I'm not I'm not saying that to downplay anything that has happened to anyone. But it's a disgusting reality. Do you see what's happening? It's it's so weird that we're almost um desensitized yeah to what's happening because we hear about it so much yeah. now whereas before it was very like shocking it was like that yeah. happened to you you know so it's like almost people don't really react the way they should yeah because we're hearing about it so much well and this poor laura right uh-huh. like i hope like oh god i'm like my body is tense because I'm so upset for you. And like you said, like, I know you guys would get mad. Like, I'm fuming. Yeah. Because it's just not fair because you got put into a situation where a couple yeah. is coming in together being like, no, this girl did that. Like, it makes, it does it does not make it right. It does not make it right. It does not make it right. I want to make that clear. But it makes sense why an HR team would be like, oh, well, these two people yeah. who are in a relationship, why would they make that up? Yeah. And But of course they're going to be on the same side. Of course they are because they're obviously very freaking deranged to like do something like that. They planned it. Like yeah. they had this whole like no, backstory. No, it's disgusting. 
Um, And so I hope that you don't take that as a reflection of like, oh, I wasn't believed. I wasn't valued. Like that's a that's just like a literally you got dealt all of the wrong cards like in that situation. Um, I, you know, you mentioned stuff about karma and I know everybody believes different things. I honestly think stuff catches up to us in one way or another. And you might feel like you got the short end of the stick, which in a lot of ways you did. But honestly, girl, like you are not in that situation anymore. You're not around those toxic people who like treated you different or didn't believe you. And I know right now you feel like you're still in these like you're like, you know, like sludging through these steps, like trying to get work done. But like eventually this could lead you to something amazing and they're going to continue to do their own thing and be like in their own mess and it will catch up. But it you've got to like, up. it always does, but you've got to move on to the fact that like, that's not even in your mind. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they're not worth even like a second for you to like think about because they're disgusting. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say something about, I mean, honestly, I feel like we could talk for hours about her <laughs> yeah, and like just go on forever. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say something about the therapist kind of like dismissing you, um, I can tell just by the way that you are writing that like you are very like you know what's going on in your mind. You know how to articulate what you're feeling and and things like that. A lot of what therapy is is like someone like asking a series of questions or like kind of like reading you enough to lead you into realization. So it could be that this therapist was just kind of like, oh, well, she gets it like whatever. Either way, I think that's a weird move on her part. But you have the right to, like, fight and say no. Like, you don't need to have, like, a traumatic thing or be, like, dysfunctional in your personal life to go to therapy. And I think that, like, every – we've talked about this so many freaking times. Therapists are not made for everyone. Like, you've got to find someone that is, like, your fit and who's going to keep pushing you forward Mm -hmm. and doesn't need to, like, graduate you out of it. Like, there's people who go to therapy – their entire lives and they literally walk in and are like this week this happened this week you know what I mean so this is obviously like you're still going through things so you need to fight for yourself and find someone who's gonna help you process the stuff that you're still processing yeah you know yeah I think if you're going to therapy simply to talk to someone that is excuse enough to go to therapy yeah um I you don't have to have this traumatic thing that happened to you that you're working out. Uh, which you did. To go. <laughs> yeah. But you did. But so that's yeah, even so more even reason. More, yeah, no, I totally agree. And just because you um, have figured it out in your head, like how you feel and you know how to vocalize that, doesn't mean that you're actually over, some, over something. Yeah. Especially something that traumatic that is going to stick with you. Um, yeah. So I completely agree with Taryn. Um she you can either go back to her or you can find someone else I'd probably do the latter yeah (laughs) and maybe find someone that understands that you just need to vent yeah and you need to get it off your chest or even like a support group or like reach out support group's a great idea yeah um or even like I mean I know we have like ads about them all the time but like better help like some like there's places that have Mm -hmm. people who specialize in things there's even Facebook pages it doesn't have to be this huge yes you know, program or something, which or it very some, well could she, be. What'd she say about something about like a small... She lives in a small town, so she doesn't have a lot of resources. Got it. What she yeah, said. there's so much stuff that's out there. But like, the thing is, is like, I think the reason, and again, this is me kind of like jumping into stuff, but 
Um, you went through a traumatic incident where your words didn't have an effect. Yeah. You said no. You said you didn't want something and someone took advantage of you anyways. And so a lot of that can have a really big effect on you feeling like you don't have a voice and that you can't protect yourself. Yeah. And so I think that I think that you need to pursue something where you are speaking on behalf of yourself, on behalf of that person that went through that traumatic thing and giving yourself that voice and giving yourself those ways to feel powerful and back in control because you got robbed of your control in a moment and it's just hideous and I hate them and I want to hurt them. But (laughs) Terry's about to fly to wherever you are. Very triggered. But I (laughs) I don't know her. They'll have no idea when they see her coming. No. No. And those are two like ugly people. I used to my oma, my grandma, she used to say when we were being like bad she would say that we were ugly and I never understood that. I'd be like, I'm not ugly. I'm beautiful, yeah. you know? <laughs> but like, it is like people who have those ugly hearts and like the ugly, yeah. it is it is an ugliness. And you had two ugly people rub their ugly on you. You know what I mean? And But you are not, like you are a beautiful person and so you've got to do your best to like shed that from you. Yeah. And whatever that means, like a support group, going to more therapy, like talking to your friends about it. And sit those girls down or boys, whoever your friends are that you feel like they don't care. What Sit them down and be like, hey, I need you right now. And I don't care if you don't understand what I'm going through. Like part of being a friend is seeing that person hurt and being like, I, I'm dropping everything to like make you feel hurt and loved. Yeah. So like give them a pep talk of like, hey, I need more from yeah. you because yeah. that's not OK. Like you need that support. Yeah, triggered. <laughs> Taryn's very upset right now. Rightfully so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this whole you feeling unlovable and unheard, like it's 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 really hard to do that because those feelings are real, and I understand why you're feeling them. But you need to take a step back and realize, like, this has no reflection mm-hmm. on you whatsoever. This should, if anything, show you how how deeply gross and like a how deeply messed up they are like yeah. as people and um they've clearly got some shit to work through like they oh gosh, on their yeah, own like in their relationship as individuals there's so much wrong happening there well to not only do those things but then to like manipulate and yeah. bully and yeah it's, it's like one thing after another up. after another yeah. it's like okay you are affecting some innocent woman's life her career her probably relationship with her husband obviously her relationship with her friends like this is a snowball effect that's starting to affect her life yeah and um and they're just nonchalantly getting paid for their two-month leave no, yeah, from HR. If, if I were you, if this writing a letter thing is working and is helping you like mentally process what happened to you, I would maybe I would maybe write HR a letter. Heck yeah. A very strongly worded long letter. Um, explain where they messed up. Explain how the actions of their employees who they supported have affected you and are currently affecting you. And then I would... I would I would mail it and just walk away because you and have I, to live your life, you yeah. know, but like give them no, one that's last like you messed good, up. That's such a good closure thing. And what I would like preface it with is like like Ashley said, like there 
you might not even know and you might never know, but this injustice happened. I would describe what's going on and I would say, you guys have other employees that are now in danger of the same thing happening. And I would keep a close eye because I would never want someone to go through what I went through. Yeah, especially under your watch as a company. And I would send it off. That's a lot of people. And that's like, that's you doing a power move. Like Mm -hmm. you're taking a step to be like, hey, I don't, you are wrong. And I can't control what you do, but I can show you again, like, you're wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And writing a letter is such, like, that's something I would do. I can't tell people to their face stuff like this. I can't. But I can sit down and write something very impactful and very powerful and just walk away. (laughs) No, yeah. It's the best way to do it, I think, because it's also shows, like, you didn't go to social media. You didn't go, like, to the newspaper and, like, blast this huge thing. You just simply wrote them a letter and you were like, hey, you messed up. Yeah. And I'm paying for it. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I think that's a good, I think that's a good move. I think that could be, and like, you know, write it out. And if you're like, yeah, I want to send this or you're like, I want to go to the beach with my friends and like burn it, whatever you got to do. Yeah. Get that closure. And just, I know I've mentioned this before and this is like the last thing I'm going to add to this, but one of my, when I was going, when I personally was going through counseling, one of the biggest takeaways I got from one of my session was um, I was dealing with some like pretty like severe insecurities that like were just wrapped, like warped in my mind. And I was having a hard time just functioning in everyday life. Mm-hmm. And I remember how much like I put my failure in those moments to overcome that back onto myself. And a lot of like her wording, like I'm unlovable, like yeah. I'm this. She's ref- like, you are reflecting back onto yourself what was done to you. Yeah. And honestly, one of it was it was funny because in my session, I remember being like, this lady is a kook. Like, what is she having me do? But she had me. I had crayons and a paper and I drew myself and she had me draw my insecurity as a monster standing next to me. Mm-hmm. And so I drew that and then she said, when you are feeling insecure, you need to think about it as it's this other part. It's not a part of you, but it's this outside entity that is affecting you and you need to speak to it. And you need to say like, no, I'm not going to let you win. I'm not going to let you do this. But separating myself so it's like I can be mad at my insecurity and I'm protecting myself because I'm saying like, I love myself enough to be like, no, I hate you. Like, Mm -hmm. I hate the way you make me feel. Like, I hate that you're a part of me. I hate that these things have been done to me that, like, I'm going to (laughs) cry. I'm just, like, I'm emotional for her. But I know. I hate that, like, someone did something to me that was not my choice. It was not in my power. And I am the one left dealing with it. And that's, it's not a fair thing. It never is going to be a fair thing, but you need to switch your anger to that monster that's outside of you and that thing that's still affecting you. And you need to look it straight in the face and be like, you will not have effect on me because like I am so much freaking stronger than you uh-huh. and I am going to be fine. Yeah. And so that's something I would say like, you didn't have control in that situation, but like, girl, you need to fight for yourself yeah. to regain that control and like put those thoughts and negative things like, as far away from you as you can. <sighs> Taryn's winded. <laughs> I got emotional. No, um, I completely agree with Taryn, obviously. Um, I Your old job sucks, and the HR team sucks, and the couple sucks, but I can tell you, like, you you sound amazing, and your husband sounds amazing. I'm so happy that you have him. Yeah. And um, I am just so excited for you to... Um, 
to one day be able to put this behind you and just move on and live your best life that you possibly can. Again, I'm so sorry that you went through that, but I guarantee you that multiple people are listening right now and have had something very similar happen to them. One in three. Or a best friend or a family member. And um, they needed to hear that and they needed to hear how you've dealt with this and how how strong and passionate you are about this. And, And maybe one day you'll be able to use this horrible situation to help someone else that you know well I think it's good too because you hear all these like victory stories on social media right like she stood up to her boss and he got fired and now she's this but a lot of people don't talk about like the Mm. corruption that still is out there so I think this is good for like there's probably girls that are like I did I spoke up and like nothing happened so it's it's something like I think you're going to be surprised how much this incident that it feels heavy and like it destroyed you is actually just going to be a stepping stone for you to like have a positive impact for other people and to like someday like you know teach your future kids like right you know or like give a voice to someone like you said who might be listening right now and is like I've been through the exact same thing but like I was too scared to like write in or like talk about it you know yeah I think sometimes it's it sucks but I do think sometimes we go through terrible things so that we can be there for someone when they're going through yeah. a terrible thing okay. and um hopefully um you'll have a moment one day where you can help someone through that terrible thing because you know exactly how they feel yeah um so thank you so much Laura for being vulnerable with us yeah no and writing so us much. in and writing the beautiful letter and the amazing new girl reference um <laughs> we appreciate you and um good luck with everything and write that letter write that letter girl um i hit us with a dad joke <laughs> i know Ooh, i got like it's hot that, i feel like that's like have you cried yet uh no i'm not i'm not really a cryer. you get glossy eyed yeah yeah i think that's only like my third time crying Honestly, I'm surprised it hasn't happened more. <laughs> I know, me too. Actually. I get when I get heated, Ashley knows I like I lose it. Um Okay, I have one for you. Ready? I'm ready. Why was the computer late for work? Uh <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Go. I always am like, just let me say it, but I like like everybody listening probably is also sitting there like yeah. trying to. Um because he had a slow hard drive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> get it? He had like a slow hard drive and like a hard drive. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Thank you guys <sighs> so much for listening to this episode and for putting up with the dad jokes. Nobody's putting up with it except you. <laughs> Everyone's enjoying it. They want more. If you don't subscribe to our YouTube channel, what are you doing with your lives? Yep. You should subscribe already. We're having a good time over there. Um, follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. We have all those things and would love to talk with you more on there. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk to you guys on our next episode, which will be coming next week. Uh, as they always do as they always <laughs> do <laughs> and um yeah love, love you guys you bye, bye. waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.